Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. We've got 25 more minutes here of this program. We thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Steve Jordahl is in studio now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. I'm sitting in Ed's chair, and I've never felt more important in my life. Well, and by the way, Ray Pritchard's with us. Ray's in uh, Kansas City. We're in Tupelo. So, uh, yeah, that seat's kind of jacked up. I do, I is did. Is it hurting that. your knees? No, no, I put it up. I like sitting up high. Oh, you like you like looking down over people? I yeah yeah. I don't know. I just I just don't like to be. To make you up. feel big, Steve. I'm already big, Important. so <laughs> I don't need anything to make me feel. Really big. noted. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good morning to you, brother Steve. Good morning. So you were telling me as I sat down, there's new. Yeah, man. Uh, oh. Ray, I just emailed you a link. Um, it, you might want to open this up. And I gave it to Brent. He's going to post this on our Facebook page. NASA has released a group of new pictures they've taken from the James Webb Space Telescope. And they are stunning. Uh, I get geeked out about some of this stuff. But, um, uh, folks, uh, go to our Facebook page. There's pictures of the near planets, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. There's one of Pluto and its moons. And then there's a whole bunch of pictures of galaxies uh, far away. Our God is so artistic and creative. Incredible. So while you're, ta- while you're talking, Steve, I am just flipping through these pictures. And usually, article like this might have three or four. There are tons of pictures. I've never seen anything with this amount of detail. Jupiter and Saturn, and th- this picture here of the surface of Mars. Yep. Unbelievable detail. The picture of the butterfly nebula, uh, fantastic. The creativity of God, the beauty, the design. And these pictures just go on and on. And I think it's correct to say, we until the, the James Webb telescope w- was launched, we never got pictures this detail before. We, the, the Hubble was before that, and that was groundbreaking. We had never right. put a telescope in space where it's not hindered by any earth light, and we got some amazing pictures from, from Hubble. But this is like going from your analog TV to digital. Uh, you know, when analog TV, when you had the, the rabbit ears and, you know, you kind of were good if you now, had a... Now, now this, this uh, these pictures yes. with the uh, Webb, James Webb. Yes. Uh, what do you call it? James Webb Space Telescope. Okay. So is it, is it, it's not on Earth, it's launched out into space? It is. It's, uh, sev- I don't know how far, several hundred miles uh, above. So is it, is it, is it traveling or is it stationary? Do you know? I mean. It's stationary in, in, in relation to Earth. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. it's on a stationary. I get. Do they call it a stationary orbit? It would be I like that's right. Yeah, it'd be like uh, our telecommunication satellite, sort of. You know where, where we Kinda send like our the international signal. space station, or no? The international space station orbits around, but you know we we send our signal up to a satellite, yes, and it pretty here, much stays for this radio network. It, we know where it is, and it's always in the same space in the sky to us. Even gotcha. though you know we're rotating it, like like, like your direct TV or something. Yeah, it's in the yeah, exactly. Sky. Okay. Exactly. But this is a telescope, and it's out there, and it's pointing out, and they can tell it which direction to point, and it has uh, all kinds of filters. They can do infrared. They can do oh, just uh, okay. Stunning. Tim, did Tim, did you know there are tornadoes on the planet <laughs> Jupiter? Tornadoes. Now we we have tornadoes that inflict terrible damage. But listen to this. These tornadoes on Jupiter and the picture, 
is phenomenal. That one of them is as wide as the distance between Naples, Italy, and New York City. What 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 is that? Three one four? tornado. Yeah, yeah, one tornado, four thousand miles in there diameter. Where are you? Uh, where did you? Where are you looking at these? NASA. Uh, well, no, it's uh, the um, traveldoor.com is the name of the website. Do you, can you get onto our Facebook page, Tim? Oh, well, yeah. Hold on. If you I don't have Facebook, Facebook pic- but I'll. These pictures are phenomenal. Uh, uh, we've a- never seen anything like this in this kind of detail, this kind of color. Let me ask you this. This picture of, is it Jupiter we're looking at? I, you, you is that the one with quite, the ring? The big Saturn is the one with Saturn's, the ring. Saturn, excuse me. Saturn. How is it? By the way, are all the planets circles? Um, relatively speaking, I think. Yes. As opposed to being cubes, it, well, as opposed to being uh, opals. Well, I, I, I've just always found it iron. iron um, uh, maybe that's not the right word. How is it you can look at the universe and not? And, and for instance, see that the planets are all the same shape. What are the chances of that happening? Right? I mean, yeah. Am I right? They're all. Well, uh, are they are they th- not this, all circular? Well, or th- what do you call it? I, I don't know of any. Uh, Steve, you correct me. I don't know of any oval shaped planets out there that we've discovered. I think there are some moons that um, maybe have a little bit of an erratic shape, a little more erratic. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the I, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm questioning whether God spoke all this into existence. He absolutely did. But the scientific in, explanation is with gravity, I, this is, I believe, as much as I can, from my unscientific mind, can, can say. Um, with gravity, when gravity pulls things together, it tends to pull things together at the same uh, amount of pull from every direction, and so things condense into us into a circle. And that's uh, forgive me, folks. Yeah, but who not, created gravity? Well, God. God created all of it. <laughs> sure, uh, and that's, that's what we're saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. These pictures are phenomenal, and they are on the today's issues Facebook page. Yeah. The link to this traveler door. Travelerdoor.com. And anyway, it's, it's, Steve, thank you for, uh, clearly, I did not take astronomy in high school. So <laughs> this I want is to go a, look at these phenomenal. more in detail. Uh, we're, so we put them on our Today's Issues Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, I could type the, I could type the address into your computer. I'll look at them later. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, Ray. That begs the, what does the Bible say? Or maybe it says so much we can't. We don't have time to go into it. Uh, about I don't know outer space. What do you call it? Well, go to the first verse, right? I mean, we don't have to go beyond Genesis one one to get the answer. The basic answer to the question: How does the Bible begin? In the beginning, which means one universe didn't always exist. It had a definite. It had a definite beginning. In the beginning. What? God created the heavens and the earth. And that term, the heavens, it's broad. It includes what we call the atmosphere, but it also includes the the planets we can see around us, our own solar system. But ultimately, everything that is comprehended in these pictures, everything, the, the far distant galaxies, all of it was created by Almighty God, by His hand. He spoke 
and it came into existence. And the Bible also says, uh, Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament. I'm giving you the King James, which is how I learned it a long time ago. And the firmament shows his handiwork. And, and I think to myself, I understand there are some people who are avowed atheists, and they look at this and they see the beauty of it, but they think it, quote, just happened. Uh, I look at this, and with the eyes of faith, I understand that our God created everything that the James Webb Telescope has captured. These these beautiful pictures, Steve, they didn't happen. Uh, what, what That is what is inside these pictures. This um, butterfly nebula and all the rest and the cyclones on Jupiter, they come from the hand of Almighty God. I have a question for you, Ray. Okay. Um, the uh, one of these pictures is of a cluster of galaxies, and it's James okay. Webb uh, staring at these galaxies. Massive distances between all these galaxies, and we understand that there are billions of galaxies, each with billions of stars, and they go beyond the vision even of the James Webb Telescope. I mean, we don't right. know the end of them. There are things that we will probably never in our technological prowess as humans be able to even see. It's They're just farther away. Right. Why right. did God do that? Why did he do something that we can't see? He created the universe for his own pleasure. He created it because he is God and he can do that. And it is the glory of God to create things that man cannot grasp and man cannot understand. And I wonder if that is not part of what eternity will be all about, mm. that we shall we shall discover things about God we never knew, we never imagined, we never dreamed of his greatness. I mean, we think, we think we've experienced God, and we have. We know him through Jesus Christ. But I suspect that in eternity, our minds are going to be continually blown away. Mm. At the okay, suppose you suppose you went the other way. Suppose instead of going out to the stars, you went inside one human cell. Mm. Suppose you went down down to the atomic level, and now they talk about what the subatomic level. We do not even know how to get down to the bottom Mm-mm. of the things God created, much less out to the very extremity of it. I think we will be continually amazed, continually glorifying God, gl- growing in our knowledge forever of, of how great our God is. My dad, who's a pastor um, and um, is retired now, but he thinks on these things. He likes to think, uh, I remember him telling me, I can't wait to get to heaven because we're going to be able to travel at the speed of thought. I can go anywhere if I just at the speed of thought. So he wants to visit some of these galaxies. We want to see up close and personal this stuff. I think we're going to be able to go. Well, one other thing, guys, the book of Psalms talks about the God. He calls the stars by name. Mm. So you're telling me, wow, we, we know of billions and billions of stars. And we also know there's realms of the universe beyond anything we can reach at this moment. Okay. And yet God knows every star, every part of the universe. He calls every single star by name. I think there's an end to the universe. Is it the universe? Is that what we call it? Sure. What we're looking at? The universe right. is everything, right? Yeah. Right. Right. A galaxy is within a universe, true? There's true. billions of galaxies within a universe. So the Milky Way is a galaxy. The, it's our neighborhood of planets. Okay. It is light years, hundreds and thousands of light years, millions of light years across. I'm not sure. Right. Right. Um, Vast. It's <laughs> yeah. huge. Beyond comprehension. Yes. Really. But we're just right. one of these little dots in this picture that I'm pointing at right now. 
and there are billions of galaxies. Okay, so you got your solar system, right? Then your galaxy, mm-hmm. then your Milky right. Way, then your universe. The Milky Way is a galaxy, and okay. then you got other and it's galaxies. Just one tiny, 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 tiny part of yeah. the universe, right? Um, Which did not exist him until God called it into being. Yes, I, I don't see how you can reasonably look out there and, as Ray said, look inward. That is just the human body and Earth. You know, if 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 and say there's there's no designer, there's no intelligent. We, we can argue about whether Jesus Christ in the Bible. I mean, is the Son of God. We can have that debate, right? Right. Um, and the plan of redemption and that, that theology. But how you can look at uh, the way things are and say there's no intelligent designer, no intelligent mind, or with, uh, either the architect of the universe, uh, you, you can't say that with a straight face. You shouldn't. Uh, if you're if you're if you're an open-minded, fair-minded person, listen. Even Charles Darwin, who wrote *Origin of the Species* and is kind of known as the father of uh, evolution. evolution. Well, there's a word before evolution. What am I looking for? Like, is it called? Is it just called evolution or human? Are you thinking of natural selection? Natural selection. Even he wrote that. Uh, he can't look at the human eye and not believe that somebody Nightmares. somebody created it. As Frank Turek likes to say, it takes too much faith to be an atheist. Yeah. So the human eye is so delicate, and so it takes so many things working together. You just, Ray, you just, you can't, you can't say that. that you have to willfully turn away from the evidence, which, by the way, I think is what Romans 1 is saying. Paul explains it. The men unrighteous men that they hold down the truth because something about God has gotten through to every single person that his essential nature, uh, Romans one talks about the Godhead, that, that there is a God, something about God has gotten through to every human heart. And one of the implications of that is that there is no philosophy more unnatural than atheism because left to himself, man would look up and you would say, yes, there's a God. This didn't happen by chance. There's a God who did it. You've got to suppress the knowledge of God to come to atheism. It is truly an unnatural philosophy of life. Uh, and, and back to the earth. Mm-hmm. By the way, amen to everything you just said, Ray. By the way, folks, you're listening to the program Today's Issues here on the American Family Radio. We're here every Monday through Friday. Uh, for an hour and a half, uh, usually talking about the events of the day. And uh, today, what's going on, as Steve was just talking about earlier, is the release of some fascinating, I don't the, the words, don't, I can't find the words, uh, photographs that have been released by NASA from the uh, James Webb Telescope. Stunning, I guess, yeah. Stunning, awesome, incredible. That are worth your time to go look at, and uh, we posted it on our Today's Issues Facebook page, the link to the to these photographs, uh, which should spur a lot of discussion about the things like we're talking about right now. But um, the Earth itself uh, is unique as far as we can tell so far. 
I'm not talking about theologically now. I'm talking about scientifically, and they're not necessarily separate. But, okay, if you just want to don't get take into account what the Bible says, let's just look at what we've observed, Ray, and that is that there's no other place we've been able to discover, we as humans here on Earth, that provides the kind of uh, climate, that's what you want to use, uh, uh, to 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 have human life or life right. at all, plant life, animal life, right. but certainly human life, right? I mean, if if the if the planet were off uh, kilter, or we're even further uh, from the sun, our sun, right? By just you know a little bit, one way or another, we would freeze to death or burn up, right? Right, right. The the things in our solar system were fine-tuned by Almighty God to produce what happened on planet Earth. We are here because God put the Earth exactly where it was. We wouldn't have survived on Mercury. We wouldn't have survived on Jupiter, much less Neptune or Pluto or any other planet. But God created this Earth, put it in exactly the right orbit around the sun so that human life could be created by God and would survive and thrive. Wouldn't happen anywhere else. I need to revise my, I, you asked me how far away the James. You need to Bay revise has, and extend I your need to remarks? revise and extend my, well, extend it. Yes, I'm going to be like the Fed where I, I have some revised numbers. I said that the t- James Webb Telescope was hundreds of miles away. It is nearly a million miles from Earth. They put it oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah. And we're still receiving uh, pictures? Yeah. That in itself is a miracle. Yeah. How do you send pictures back to Earth? I, I guess they're using satellites. You know, I, I don't well, know. Well, it is a satellite itself, so it has a transmission. They could either send it to the satellites, we get it there, or we can get it directly from Man. the telescope. A million miles away. A million. I had no idea. I, saw, I, 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 I want to know, there's somebody, there's somebody and somebody is smart enough to make this thing work. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Um, like if I can find out how many ounces my tires down. <laughs> True. <laughs> right. I'm right. lucky to read the. <laughs> wow. And God created all these smart people too, yeah. right? These highly That's intelligent. right. That's exactly right. These highly intelligent yeah. uh, people. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, these uh, doctors and scientists, but doctors who can do these remarkable surgeries on people mm. you know modern medicine yep. uh it's just as a miracle quite frankly what all has been discovered that can be done but they now yeah. do that robotic surgery where yeah the doctor's over here the patient's hit one place and the doctor's over here and it's almost like he's doing a video game but he's doing the most intricate surgery inside someone's human body he's saving lives this wasn't possible 30 years ago but look and you where know we are. and you know what the vast majority of these new technologies that are created not all but the vast majority of new of of advancements in human life and human existence uh progressive prog- progressions if you will technological advancements have been have been provided by the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Capitalism at work. People, uh, Americans, not all. I don't want to be that arrogant. I want to be that arrogant American. But if you look around the world, and you look at history, Ray, 
I think that's clear that freedom and liberty and people being able to profit from their hard work, uh, all those things that define America have in the past, which are at risk, quite frankly, with this move towards socialism. Um, but those things have, have led to the, the greatest discoveries and advancements and, and uh, technological uh, advancements that we've ever seen in human history. Political freedom, free enterprise system, capitalism, uh, the competitive free market has produced for the world the greatest, right. the greatest society that world history has ever right. seen. No, and no other system comes close to what free enterprise capitalism in a free society can produce. Socialism can do uh, it, it. Socialism is uh, uh, well, it's a failed system, and, it, and it, wherever it's truly tried, it has failed around the world. Uh, freedom produces prosperity mm-hmm. period well that's why millions of people are coming here yeah. across our southern border and millions more want to come legally from around the world where they what's the number one destination that they apply for the u.s the u.s yeah the u.s um uh, and so uh it's it's what our what our founding fathers birthed you know, over 200. For, for all the troubles and, uh, that, that we in America have right. and all the weaknesses that we have, it is still the most prosperous society. The envy the of the world. Known. Right. Still the envy of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you're listening to today's issues. We have about three or four minutes left here. Can, can I? <laughs> I've already been indulged with this. Um Tomorrow we can talk, because there's a lot to unpack, uh, some new Twitter files were released uh, showing the collusion between the FBI and uh, Twitter and uh, the regular communications of the FBI telling them what to censor, including, in my uh, opinion, what's important here is that the FBI is asking Twitter to save some files for their later legal action. Um, but can I end with uh, with some sports? Just... Sure. Okay, so I don't know if you all were watching yesterday. I'm a Raider fan. I didn't get to see the game, but I have seen this. I want to play you the end of the last play of the Oakland uh, – I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. They beat the New England Patriots. This was the last play of the game to set it up 24-24. Three seconds left on the clock. The Patriots just need to kneel down. They go to overtime. Instead, they try to do a uh, Cal Stanford running into the band play, and you'll see when the – uh, announcer gets excited. He's talking about a Las Vegas Raider. Go. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. Breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield. And a step forward. Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone. <laughs> it scores. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh my- you got to go watch this, uh, even if you're not a sports fan. That's but great. what happens was I've never seen I've never seen this particular thing happen. You know, at the end of the game, sometimes in sheer desperation, players are throwing it backwards to, to each other, yeah. right? Well, in this case, a New England team tied up. They were going to overtime, as you say, Steve, and the New England player threw it backwards, but it was intercepted by Oakland and number fifty-five, who lumbers. <laughs> He lumbers like 40 yards right. to a touch. Then that's the way the game ends. After oh, he man. stiff arms the New England quarterback. Yeah. 
That's a tough way to lose a game. That's you know, a great just way to kneel win down one, and go to overtime, right? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Right. Thank you. You bet. Thank you, Tim. Our thanks to Fred Jackson and Brent Creeley, our producer. We hope you keep listening to American Family Radio. Have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.